0: (laughs) Oh man, how you doing?
1: (laughs) Never a dull moment (laughs) Never a dull moment
0: That means hilarious
1: You know, I've kind of like embodied the meme You know, Mm -hmm. I just wanted to put it out there You know
0: (laughs) (laughs) How are you, Jolynn? You know, I'm fresh off the plane from Vegas, baby Okay. And uh, trying to you know get back into the the Seattle swing of things, uh, appreciating the very cool weather here because it was over 111 degrees. The Girl was dying. I ain't gonna lie, I'm getting cooked. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh no!
1: Oh, I already I already know what time Vic is on so. Without further ado, let's just get it going. What's up, y'all? I'm Mark Monroe, accompanied by my wonderful co-host, co-producer, and co-creator in all things Galactic. Give it up for none other than the wonderful...
0: It's Jill and GC the place to be. What does it, cousins, on this fine Tuesday evening?
1: Yes, 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 indeed. And we got a lot to get into because we got to talk about some artificial intelligence. And I'm probably sure you guys haven't really thought about it in this type of way. So without further ado, go ahead and cue that intro. I just want to say shout outs to AMD today. But you know, we're gonna The Championship. Uh, <laughs> the tribal chief is here, but you know, we'll get into that in the, you know, maybe on another day, you know, when Yes. <laughs> All right. So um we got a lot to get into today. So we got AMD's earnings, in which that you know, that was interesting. Um last time I checked, I think that their stock is trading at I think 120 in the aftermarket. It was it closed at 117. So a nice sizable. I think it got all the way up to 125 at the high in the aftermarket. So whoa. Uh, but I think all roads lead towards Thursday with uh, Apple and Amazon's earnings. I think those are the, that's that's literally going to set the stage for everything. But you know, we got a lot to follow up behind because if you didn't watch yesterday's show, Lawrence, had, Lawrence and Tiara had an amazing show. It was phenomenal. And you know, we got to follow it up. You know, we got to bring some amazing heat to follow it up this week. So
0: that for real.
1: Yeah, for real, for real. Like definitely. Um so who was first in the chat? Cause you know, we want to know fit. like, you know, Zen and Fit, Zen and Fit with a hi. Okay. We see you. What's good? hey thank you for having your notification bell turned on we out here um and okay so let's get some of the other stuff out of the way like for example if you like uh the show go ahead and hit the like button uh if not you can wait till later we'll definitely repeat it you know just in case if folks missed it when they first come into the classroom and then on top of that be sure to subscribe because there's a ton of great content creators not only just myself and jolynn but you got lawrence and tiara you also got abby and chris and mark and mo and many more to come so Go ahead and subscribe because there's a ton of great content, ton of great conversations and lots of learning. And of course, it's very entertaining. So, yeah, about that, though. Um, So, Jolyn, let's 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 roll it. So. All right. So Andy reported earnings.
0: They did. They did.
1: And so I guess I got to figure out how am I going to do this today? Because you know today feels a little different like okay we'll we'll start off with the normal with we'll give them the normal like how everybody else probably will look at the earnings and everything yeah. else yeah
0: let's start let's start you know an accessible point and then let's kick it to like the come up series style
1: okay i'm 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 with that so let's just keep it simple so here was the earnings from q2 uh, Pretty much so here's the revenue breakdown data center revenue represented 1.3 billion which was a sizable portion of that pot um up a, or down 11 percent year over year um and then on top of that that's primarily primarily due to lower sales in their third gen epic uh processors which is from the, the server side client revenue uh, came in at just shy of a billion dollars reduced shipments resulting from a weak pc market and a significant inventory correction across the PC supply chain, which I strongly believe that we're getting close to that PC supply chain being that correction ultimately being officially corrected and we're over that hump. Um, and then, of course, gaming revenue, which is very sensitive to the PC market, uh, was at $1.6 billion. But, you know, the, thing, the, the major saving grace there is that high, uh, the semi-custom revenue which is where AMD makes those custom semi-chips for PS5 and Xbox. So those tend to be doing well, uh, only down 4% year over year. And then of course, embedded revenue, um, that's primarily driven uh, by strength and industrial vision and healthcare automotive tests. So a lot of that, and that's up 16% year over year. So remember what I was talking about last week where I was like, look, it's time. (laughs) It's time for us to see like, hey, what's going zone because uh that xylinks yeah. it wasn't xylinking earlier so
0: well i'm we, happy to see we, that yeah we needed to see it
1: um so pretty much the gross margin came in flat on a year-over-year basis at 46 percent cash on uh cash from operations was 379 million and then their free cash flow uh sitting at a pretty quarter of a billion dollars um so that's pretty cool and of course with the the non-gap gross margin at 50 percent so that's pretty dope now this is nice and everything like
0: it's, you mean like viewing
1: it this way, like, you know. how? Yeah, it's it's cool, there. but, you know, can come we go on, we're the come up series. series. Yeah, can <laughs> no,
0: we like build future mode or something?
1: I, I think we can definitely do that. I think it's definitely time that we kind of like bring it up a notch because I think that everybody's so accustomed to looking at that. And, you know, we like to be a few trendsetters in the room when we walk in, even if it's a little bit of Afrocentric uh, futurism. So let's go for it. Um so let me turn everybody's attention to and we're going to do another share screen and this time we're going to open up something which I don't know if y'all heard about it but so there's a company mm-hmm. um that like everybody knows about ChatGPT from OpenAI services and of course they know about Google's Bard service which is pretty cool but you know your boy happened to be stumbling across some information and you know sometimes I travel down a rabbit hole and I did Jolene <laughs> Yeah, this is this is wild. Yeah. So it's a little minute. different today. Yeah. All right. So I'd like to introduce everybody to Claude.ai. So it's by Anthropic, which is a private company. But you know, for those of you that also want to pay attention to this company because their valuations are creeping up. And what I can easily see yeah. is either that they're either going to be acquired or essentially they're possibly going to be. Um, a potential company that goes public. I wouldn't be surprised that over the next three years, we'll probably see some more AI-based companies uh, enter into the public market space where it starts to get even more interesting. So the company is Anthropic AI, Uh, they do some pretty phenomenal work, they're very much so cutting edge. Now, of course, you see the chat down here, but you know, like I said, we're the come up series. We like to do things a little bit different. So let's just say if you wanted to add some files, so let's just say, you know, I'm gonna come over here and I'm gonna look at that that report from AMD. So so there's a report. I just I just dropped it in. All right, now I want to give the AI some instructions. So, you know, let's simply give it to me, like, okay, hey. Analyze, right? We want we wanted to analyze uh, the, P, the document or the doc. I could just say the doc and give me some or give me all of the key highlights, good and bad. Right? Simple, correct? Yeah. So it's analyzing the doc. All right. So it takes a little bit of a minute to like literally go through. Now, here we go. So we literally have literally <laughs> the AI going through. Uh, <laughs> these earnings giving us the good and the bad, mm-hmm. and so, like, for example, the negatives was gap uh, operating loss was 20 million compared to the operating income of 526 million a year ago, gaming revenue declined 10 percent. Uh, gap earnings also per share was down, uh, or was at two cents, down 93 percent year over year. Cash and uh, cash and cash equivalents decreased by 3.8 billion from 4.8 um and then on top of that lower demand of pc market so if you really think about it these are all the highlights that essentially that you just saw in that same infographic right mm-hmm. but now i'm like okay um that's cute but- so so uh base <laughs> so based upon this information uh should uh based upon this information is this a signal for risk on or off when it comes to buying AMD stock. So based upon this information, I would say it it, it presents a mixed picture for AMD stock. So reasons for risk off. Uh, Okay, so it's giving me X amount of things and then on balance, I would say the report leans more risk off for AMD stock given the revenue declines, EPS, miss, deteriorating cash flows. However, if their new product ramps go well in the second half, uh, the risk-reward could improve the current levels. It presents a mixed picture right now for AMD stock. Interesting. So it mentions something as it pertains to a product ramp. Okay, so what do you mean by product ramp? What is AMD working on? Okay, so this could be interesting.
0: Let's see what Claude
1: says. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we have the 4th generation Epic servers and then the Ryzen 7000 Instinct accelerators and then of course Xilinx. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So essentially these are the the products that are within the roadmap. Now, question. Jolene, do you think that it's literally pulling this from the PDF document that we were just talking about no, or No, I think it's display? just
0: I think, I think it's accessing um just whatever is out there on the internet.
1: Hmm. So it's pulling in both the data in which that it knows uh, mm-hmm. from the document. So it gives breadcrumbs from the document. And then on top of that, it's also looking at it from a standpoint of, say, for example, the actual uh, the actual Internet and what, it, what it's learning. And it's putting both of those two together to literally formalize a pro- a, a, an actual strong point. So, and these are all things in which that we look at. And these are things that you can literally start doing today. And of course, you know how we do here at the Come Up series. We like to give you services for free that you can utilize. Now, now, Joanne.
0: Yeah.
1: Now, this seems kind of easy and everything else. It seems pretty cool. But, you know, do you think that we can go a little bit further?
0: (laughs) Of course. This is ran on some AI. Of course.
1: Okay. So let's see here. Um, All right. So what if I could tell you Mm
0: -hmm. that
1: if I was able to pull something from, okay, let's, let's take this. I'm going to stop sharing here and don't worry. We'll come back. I I promise we'll come back to this. Um, Because I want us to like literally like get into the weeds of some of the things. So without further ado, I'm going to actually bring you guys up to something in which that, you know, I actually got to give this one a special shout out to Christopher Bush on this one
0: oh, because he, he and I were
1: sitting back and chatting about something and then this came up in conversation and boom, here we go. All right. So if you guys can see my screen, uh, you guys can really see, oh, of course, sorry, y'all. I like to, wo- I like to look at things at like literally <laughs> 67%. So forgive me.
0: <laughs> All right. So good eyes you have. Anyway,
1: huh? I said, don't be bragging about the good eyes you have. (laughs) Hey, you know, hey, when you got it, you got it, right? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So elevate ETFs, elevate shares. I think people have pretty much heard of this. It's like where they provide ETFs. And then there's this uh, within the elevate, it's within the elevate family. There is yield max ETFs. Now. Um, I want to bring you guys to a specific ETF, like, you know, of course, because, you know, I wouldn't be me if I didn't do that. But imagine if you can do options income as a strategy within an ETF. So imagine... If they literally use this, if they literally put together an ETF in the form of options that were inside of it. So what's in this holdings right now, um, if we look at it, uh, give me a second, give me a second, give me a second. Uh, Okay, here we go. Um, So within this, they have, of course, so 40% in treasuries here or about 30, uh, well, 35%, 35%. And then of course they have cash on hand. And then, of course, they have a Tesla call option. And then, of course, they have, you know, Tessie. Um, And then, of course, they have another call option. And then they also have a put option. Now, I'm going to do this. I'm literally going to download. Right. So I'm literally going to download. You guys literally just saw me download the intraday trades. So I'm going to take that. Okay. And we're about to do some pretty cool magic here with this. Uh, with this. So, what if I was to tell y'all? Um, let's go back to our wonderful Claude, and we're gonna share. Hopefully, you guys can see the screen. Yes, at
0: least. Okay.
1: So, we're gonna take that same CSV file that I just pulled up. So, as you can see, it's just as you can see, there's just nothing but data there, right? So, there's just data.
0: Now I see it. Now. All right. wait, wait, Mark. Let me ask you this right yes? now. Yes. Yes. Um, now, is it gonna remember what we uploaded previously?
1: It does. It, it saves all the. It saves all your chat history. Okay. So this, I just pulled up a whole new chat because this is something completely different, just for whole different testing purposes. So okay. let's say that if I wanted to say, "All right, well, analyze this and analyze this document and actually tell me the strategy that they are using," right? Hmm. Ooh, reverse engineering. So I'm literally now reverse engineering trade so it's now giving me not only the trade it's telling me actually like what's happening so it says they they bought 495 tesla uh contracts for september 15th uh of 2023 uh call contracts at a strike price of uh 265 for 15 15.30 per contract and then of course they bought some put contracts for 265 and then a long call and short put at the same strike uh, creates a long straddle so they just literally created a straddle where it's just pretty much it can go either up or it can go down they also sold uh, 495 uh, tesla calls for actually the august 4th uh, which is with a 272.50 uh, strike price uh, for a dollar two per contract this helps the fun, uh this helps fund the long straddle by collecting some premium income So now what they're doing, they're saying the long straddle benefits from high volatility in either direction. Of course, Uh, the trader is betting on a big move in the Tesla stock by September expiration, but doesn't know which way it will break out. The short call uh, sale reduces cost, but caps upside profit uh, potential. Overall, it's a volatility play using a long straddle options strategy. Okay, so very interesting, right? Mm-hmm. so I'm going to you know I'd like to i want to play along I'm going to check out Nvidia and I'm going to say well what about this one so pretty much what what I'm now understanding is when i look at this etf that's an option strategy for income
0: mm-hmm. it's letting
1: me know exactly how it's constructed it's literally just telling me how it's constructed all right so I can ask okay what's the overall purpose for their structure? So to profit from an expected increase in volatility, uh, so by using the straddles, uh, to express a market view without directional bias, to gain exposure ahead of a catalyst, to capitalize on on mispricing, and to benefit from earnings moves. So essentially, they were in these positions well before, say, for example, earnings took place for for Tesla and, of course, before NVIDIA because NVIDIA hasn't reported yet. So they're essentially looking at it in the sense of the stocks either trading in a range for X amount of time within the straddle and then ultimately looking for some type of price action move either to the upside or to the downside, but also essentially managing their risk. So very, very interesting because imagine if you go through this and you pull up like, say, for example, CSVs or PDF files from other companies. So for example, remember that earnings that we were just talking about like a while back Let's see here if I could pull it up. Let's remember. Remember Alphabet's earnings? Yeah. So is this a risk on or risk off opportunity based upon the data in this doc? Now, mind you, I just went through cover call. So pretty much they gave us the cover call option strategy Mm -hmm. on Tesla as well as NVIDIA. Well, now it's reviewing this as it pertains to... (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> alphabet. Now of course, now remember this is AI. So again, there's mistakes that that is that is necessary that are going to be made and everything else is not going to get everything right. But it gives you it gives you some type of sentiment as it pertains to purely looking at the data, you know, what does the data say and how does it actually analyze the data. Now, of course, check this out. Create a bull case or a bull and bear case thesis for investing in google based upon sorry for my typing y'all. it's been a long day <laughs> uh based upon uh this earnings report and you know
0: cloud is working
1: show <laughs> <sure> enough <laughs> and there you have it so now you have something in which that you can literally put together as it pertains to setting forth x amount of cases for yourself and then from there, literally going through and examining it for yourself. Mm-hmm. So in summary, the bull case C is more momentum rebounding in the core business margins, expanding in strategic opportunities like AI and cloud growth. But the bear case focuses on macro risk, increasing competition and potential growth and margin pressures ahead. Now, of course, you can use this across many different forms and fashion. So like, for example, if you wanted to use it in your daily workflows uh, and stuff like that, I mean, I'm probably sure that you'll definitely find some strong value there, mm-hmm. when it comes to utilizing the AI services, but again, you know, <laughs> cheers!
0: So, um, this is actually a really good um opportunity one to sharpen your ability to um ask the right questions, so like the prompts. It's very conversational. And you can also ask it things like, you know, like, what am I not considering? Or what else should I consider before engaging in a risk on position? And see, you know, what comes up, just so that you know, you are able to consider everything in in its totality before making Mm -hmm. that decision. But definitely, Mm -hmm. you know, do not just go out there and base everything on what Claude says. Claude, don't know you. Mm -mm. (laughs) Okay. Claude does not know your life, does not know your story. So just make sure that you also combine this with your own due diligence, but this is a great starting point. And it also, you know, all these other companies out here, Mark, that kind of let before, you know, this like explosion with the AI, like in generative AI, um, it kind of, before you would have to really think about like, okay, you would have to read the document. And once you read the document, especially if you're a beginner, you still might not know you know, the questions to ask or how to think about it. I mean, well, if you're a come up cousin, you probably do. But like, if you're not, if you weren't a come up cousin. We're, you know, know,
1: we're scholarly here, you know.
0: Right. So (laughs) let's, let's say you didn't know this actually is very helpful. It's also helpful to, um, to those that have, you know, that have been in the game as well, because it can just synthesize information. You know, you can ask for talking points. I'm thinking like from a creator um Aspect. Let's say you put in a document and you're like, okay, create some talking points for my podcast about AMD today, you know, or, oh, I want to do a YouTube show about, you know, earnings in general. How do I go about that? What are the topics? You know, what are people mainly talking about or whatever? So you can like really get creative um, with just the whole concept of generative AI, Yep. your own investment strategy.
1: And I think the thing that I like about Claude, did you guys notice something that I was doing throughout the entire thing? I was asking it to analyze Mm
0: -hmm. every
1: single document. So I wasn't like, you know, and I said, you know, pretty much give me, say, for example, points from, you know, a non-biased perspective of trying to ask the AI to give me like, okay, hey, give give me the positives, give me the negatives because it gives me a world a well-rounded story based upon what the data tells me Mm -hmm. now of course I'm going to formulate my own opinion like that's natural by osmosis but again it's like it gives you a very solid basis of okay hey how is it that you could potentially even formulate questions and then on top of that once you like think about it in a simplistic way if you're thinking about it from an investor you know you can even ask you know You know, what are my risks? The biggest thing that I like, like I said, that I think that Claude brings to the table is -hmm. the fact that it gives you the ability to analyze documents. Now, I think that the the next step that I think that is going to be amazing is when AI is able to also crank out documents. That's going to be a whole different situation. Mm -hmm. But it's something like, like I said, it's something in the sense of just gathering data points and like literally using it to collect data and understand the data And then essentially from the data in which that you're analyzing or that you allow it to analyze, Mm -hmm. then, okay, where do you where do you fall? Where do you fall upon? It's like you're going to like it's kind of like looking at an athlete, right? Mm -hmm. Or looking at something where it's like, okay, hey, it sounds great on paper. But what does the eye test tell you? Mm. Like that's going to be the major thing that currently that you that we have as an advantage right now over artificial intelligence is what does the eyes tell you? Like the stats and everything else, I can have those things. But there's nothing like having the eye test alongside that supports this, the stats and everything that, that it shows me. So this is pretty cool. But again, it's it's very much so in its infancy. But I, I wanted to show like, okay, hey, how is it that you can utilize AI? Now, of course, you can do this with the 10Ks of mm-hmm. a financial report. like Because a lot of folks are not going to want to sit there and read an entire 10K. So now you can literally use it to break down a 10K. You can, and the beautiful thing about it is, it can also look at PDFs and do the same thing. So, notice how I gave it a PDF document and it gave it a CSV. Um, and it was able to give me analyzation from both sources. Now, a PDF document, it took a little bit longer because, of course, it has to read through all that rich text versus when it's looking at an Excel document, it's just looking at it through certain cells. Um, that it can easily just like, okay, I understand this. I understand this. Here's the syntax.
0: Well, I'm curious, you know, to come up cousins, y'all um, throw it in the chat. What, um, what are you going to do with this tool tonight? Are you looking at earnings? That yourself? is a great question. I want to know, so put it in the chat so I can see what y'all got going on with clock. Yeah,
1: because like somebody was like, uh, "Hold up, I'm at the, I'm let me fire up this laptop, Vic, I'm trying to see."
0: Nick <laughs> said he's planning world domination.
1: Oh well, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's that. But there's something else that I wanted to show people though, because there was, you know, this was also pretty twofold when I brought this up. For everybody, so let's see if I can pull it up, pull it back up for everybody. The the TSLY and the the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, so interesting thing about it, and you know, especially in a space where people are going to be looking for a dividend income, you know, the interesting thing about it is, you know, you're talking about 30, 30 day SEC yields. So essentially, you can start making these things. On this is a monthly. I think this is a monthly dividend uh, position. Now, of course, if we look at the performance of, say, for example, uh, this, look at the since inception uh, as it pertains to 22, almost 23 percent versus the S&P returning uh, 15.9 percent. So and then, of course, year to date, then we also have a 68.17. And then, of course, the S&P 500 returning 20, just shy of 20 percent, 21 percent. Now, here's the thing when we look at it as it pertains to the dividends. So if you're holding large dividends, large dividend quantities of this. So let's say if you're bringing in, let's say anywhere from, I don't know, 50,000 all the way up to, let's say, a million dollars or more. Look at the dividend distributions in which that you would have received since January. So 99 cents, 90 cents, uh, 90 cents, 82 cents, 44 cents, 80 cents and a dollar six cents per share. Now, again, it's like, you know, people are like, well, Mark, isn't it risky? Yeah. But at the same token, look at how is it that they're positioned well. And this is actually how, you know, portfolios should be put together. Now, I know people are talking about, yo, my young eyes or my eyes aren't that young anymore. So here you have it. <laughs> um, so, again, you have two, you have two positions of treasuries. One is at 35 and then another one at 35%. And then, of course, you have cash at 28%. Now, look at the actual exposure within the options side of it Mm seven percent less than you know (laughs) i mean and then and and you know this one's probably getting crushed right now at the time being but it probably needs to be updated but essentially like negative five percent so again it's like you know they're well balanced as it pertains to essentially getting revenue from not only the dividends from treasury yields but then also essentially you know whether or not the stock goes up or down within that straddle position or covered call position, again, that's where they find themselves. And it's amazing.
0: We got a couple of answers to the question earlier. Um, We got the 10 K for sure. So they're going to use it to um, look at 10 Ks. And then also we have to dissect my stock, (laughs) my stock Bay SMH. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Someone else said it's going to help them with their thesis on FinTech companies. Um, Good. So that's cool.
1: The way it should be, and right. hopefully that you know each and every single one of you were able to g- gain some significant value from this. Again, remember it's a tool, so of course, you know it's doing it's knocking a, a lot lar- a large chunk of the data by analyzing it for you, and then essentially from there, don't try to like literally draw AI yet to like literally draw up to any conclusions, and then just run off of those conclusions. Though that I will say, there are quite a few a- AI ETFs out there. That have been crushing the market but again all investment is risk and it should be treated as such so again take it i always say just like anything else take it with a huge grain of salt but i hope that you know each and every single one of you finds significant value within you know just within this this episode and i'm sure that a lot of folks are going to be like okay hey well what was he saying how did he do this you know, what were they talking about? Like, okay, and who is it that we talking about? You know what? Levick, if you can sir, go ahead and throw the link in the chat for the people. We are talking about claude.ai. And it's kind of a cool name too, Claude. No, I'm not naming. I it think it Aisha bad, but, is the you know, I- then then somebody needs to go out there and create Aisha. And if you create Aisha and if you want it to be different, I mean, then essentially go ahead and allow it to essentially create documents. That's the next frontier. So, you know, mm-hmm. there you have it. All right. So, um Is there anything else, Jolynn?
0: Um, Those are the three things that we wanted to address in this episode. I
1: know, because I had some more heat coming through, but, you know... I guess we got to save it for (laughs) another day.
0: I I will take all the responsibility for that because we want these episodes to like focus on, like hyper-focus on a tool so that when you come back to this episode, it's like, oh, this was the episode about Claude and there was an example given um, and we discussed AMD earnings and then we took the earnings and put it into Claude. So like real-time application of one specific tool. So next week, y'all come back and see what else we're going to be talking about.
1: So um, just for the folks out there, because, you know, I'm probably sure people are going to be like, well, talk to me a little bit about the company. Um, So let's see if I can pull up some information about our wonderful friends over there at Anthropic. Give me a second. And if I can, I'll share it with everybody. There There they are. Okay, so there's not a lot on them, but again, um, and I, I may get to this on a whole nother day, um, okay. but, you know, yeah, we got to save that for a whole nother day. All right, so this is Anthropic. Um, so pretty much they're a private company. They were created by, you know, pretty much their founders are folks in whom which they actually used to work at, I think, OpenAI. But oh, okay. I mean, they, you know, Anthropic is this AI safety and research company that's working on to build reliable, interpretable and steerable AI systems. The company focuses on research into increasing the safety of AI systems, increasing the reliability of large-scale AI models, and developing the techniques and tools to make them more interpretable thereby helping to build more capable, general, uh, and reliable AI systems in a way that benefits people. So I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. And again, here's our team, and there's some news about them. Like, for example, SAP invests directly into three AI startups. One of them is uh, Anthropic, and then the other one is Cohere, which is more so on the software-based side. And then, of course, the $4.1 billion rival, OpenAI rival, debuts the chatbot, and this was back in July of Uh, the 11th so it's been pretty much an interesting thing and you can see how much they've been backed by Mm -hmm. and of course if you're interested you can always you know buy shares but again you know again even holding shares like this carries risk this is through forge i like forge i used to like shares post but you know now i I found a home here at um i found a home here at uh at forge and they do good by me but again learn some more information about them um they do some pretty cool stuff And I can't wait to see what else comes next. And of course, if the folks from Anthropic, if this ever catches your attention, you're always welcome to be a guest on the show to that way we can talk more in depth about what's coming down the pipeline or what is it that you guys are working on. But outside of that, I mean, that's Anthropic, uh, which is brought to you by Claude. So again, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, You know. I wonder if Vic is going to hit us with a meme before we leave. Never but know. outside of that, you know, <laughs> be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed today's show, and we will catch you guys in the next one. But be sure to check out tomorrow's show with Abby and Chris on the Red Line. And, of course, you got Mark and Mo on Thursday. Until next time, I am Mark Monroe.
0: And I'm Jillian GC and the place to be.
1: And this has been your come up brought to you by Executive Education. We'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.